For all my Trini fans, this one is for you. This is What Good, brought to you by Talking Tales and hosted by storyteller Keisha Christie. Oral traditions is an inaugural part of who we are and preserves our culture. Join us every week as we gather and we share stories and talk culture. Gather together your family and friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, What Good. Welcome to another episode of What Good. I'm your storyteller, Keisha Christie, and this week we are traveling to Trinidad and Tobago. On August the 31st, Trinidad and Tobago is celebrating their Independence Day, and in this episode, TNT, we celebrate with you. Before we get into the storytelling in TNT, we're going to start with the tourism aspects of Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago is famous for its stable economy, steel pan, carnival festivities, Caribbean dance known as the limbo, gorgeous beaches, lush greenery, and much, much more. Before we jump into the stories, let's take a look at the national symbols for Trinidad and Tobago. TNT has three national birds, the scarlet ibis, the coraco, and the hummingbird. The national instrument is, of course, the steel pan, and we thank you for that. And the national flower is the... Chaconia, also known as the Wild Poinsettia or the Pride of Trinidad. Trinidad's motto is one that I absolutely love and it speaks to the unity in the Caribbean islands. Their motto says, together we aspire, together we achieve. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. The national dish for Trinidad and Tobago is crab and callaloo. Hmm, I'm going to have to get me some of that. And finally, the location of Trinidad. Yes, we all know that the island of Trinidad is located in the Caribbean, but specifically, it is northeast of Venezuela and northwest of Guyana. So, once everything has settled to a new normal and the airplanes open up and the countries open their borders, Trinidad might be the next spot for you. In doing my research about storytelling in Trinidad and Tobago, I came across a few storytellers that stood out. One of them is Ken Crosby. And I would say that he's a storyteller slash clipsonian because he does it all. He's a comedian. He is literally amazing. And another storyteller is uh, Samantha uh, Pierre. The reason why I highlight these two storytellers is because the storytellers in Trinidad and Tobago are all clipsonians and I don't sing. I do but in the shower and I vowed to leave the singing to the professionals. So coming or stumbling across uh, Ken and Samantha was a, a, a great joy because I was starting to wonder how was I going to tell these stories and not sing them. <laughs> but I did find these two that uh, warmed my heart and I was glad that I'm able to share a few stories with you today. So let's jump into it now. This story is called Monkey Liver Soup. Once upon a time, Crocodile was out in the water enjoying himself. While he was swimming around, he felt a pain in his stomach, then a pain in the other side. Boy, Crocodile was not feeling well at all. So Crocodile went to Dr. Lion. Said, Dr. Lion, I don't feel so good. Well, Dr. Lion took a look and Dr. Lion said, well, I have good news and I have bad news. Well, what's the good news, Doc? I can help you. What's the bad news, Doc? Well, 
you're going to die if you don't get some monkey liver soup. Monkey liver soup? Yes, monkey liver soup. Well, Crocodile left Dr. Lion's office in the jungle and went out in search of monkey liver so he could make monkey liver soup. So Crocodile was in the water and came across a monkey on the side of the bank trying to figure out a way of getting across. Now, the monkey was swinging in a nearby tree, so Crocodile made his services available and said, Well, monkey, I could take you across the river. And monkey said, Really? You take me across? <laughs> okay. So monkey jumped on Crocodile's back and Crocodile started to swim out and out across the water. When Crocodile reached about halfway across the water, he stopped. Monkey said, well, <laughs> um, Brother Crocodile, Brother Croc, uh, what are you stopping for? And Crocodile said, well, I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm going to need your liver. <laughs> Monkey said, my liver? He said, yes, I'm dying and the only way I can survive is to drink monkey liver soup, so... Just give me your liver and then I'll, I guess I'll carry the rest of the way. <laughs> well, monkey had to think quick because, boy, monkey couldn't swim and monkey was in the middle of the water. So it's one of two things. Either monkey gets eaten or monkey gets taken back to shore. <laughs> Here. Monkey said, well, brother croc, I can tell you something. Um, You know, I did like you. I like you, I like you a lot. I mean, your teeth are just so gleaming white and your skin, man, crocodile, you're handsome. Anybody ever tell you? Well, I'm going to tell you today. You are handsome and you are so nice to me. And because you are so nice to me, I would absolutely give you my liver right here, right now. Oh, wonderful. There's just one problem. You see, yesterday my liver wasn't feeling so good. So, me take it out, I'm going to wash it, I'm going to hang it to dry. Back in the tree where you, where, that you saw me in, back on the shore over there, that's where my, my, my liver is. Huh. Crocodile thought about it. Crocodile was very frustrated. Thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and swam around in circles until monkey started to get a little bit dizzy, but still had to keep his wits about him. Crocodile said, all right, if I carry you back to the shore, will you give me your liver? So Crocodile took Monkey back across the river to the tree where he found him. And Monkey fly off of Crocodile back real quick and flew up to the top of the tree and began to laugh. <laughs> Boy, Crocodile, you are way too nice for your own good because you had me. But now I'm up in the tree and me and my liver are in one place. Well, Crocodile, look. And Crocodile started to feel sad, very sad. And Crocodile started to cry long, Crocodile dear. And Monkey started to feel bad. Monkey was thoughtful. Oof, no, Crocodile really didn't do me nothing. And Crocodile said, well, you see, oh, Dr. Lion lied to me, and I lied to you, and you lied to me, and now my lying days are over. Mm. The monkey really did feel bad. 
So then Monkey traced it back in his head and realized that the culprit here was really Dr. Lion. So Monkey climbed down just a little bit closer to Crocodile. A little bit, but not too much. And I said, well, you know something, Brother Croc? I have the answer to your illness. <laughs> Crocodile was listening. And Monkey said, well, he said, if you go to the middle of the river and you drink some clear creek water, that will fix you. And then Monkey trailed off and ran into the forest. Well, what was Croc supposed to do? So Croc swam out to the middle of the river and drank one, two, no, three gallon of clear creek water. And when the water hit Crocodile Belly in one minute, he felt better. So every time Crocodile didn't feel well, he'd go out to the middle of the creek and drink three gallons of clear creek water. And the Crocodile lived to a ripe old age. And well, as for Monkey, Monkey still have a liver. <laughs> Why a Ben? Story end. This next story is called Bernancy and the Yams. Once upon a time, a long time ago, Anansi used to watch other people work. And on this particular day, Anansi was watching this old man plant yam. The man was out hauling and calling and planting these yams. And Anansi thought, why them yam would it taste nice? But he had to work his brain. So Anansi watched the man do his work and then finally came down and said to the old man, you know, sir, you would get bigger yams if you boil them first. And then metallical rice. And then wrap them together in a fig leaf and plant them in the ground. If you plant it like that, you get bigger yam. Hmm. The old man thought about it for a minute. I mean, he liked the size of his yam, but bigger yam would have been better for him in the long run. So... The old man took Brianancy's advice and boiled the yam, cooked liquor rice, and wrapped them in a fig leaf and planted them in the holes. When he was done, he was satisfied with his work. He went in and went to bed for the night. Hmm. Throughout the night, he would hear a little bit of scuffling. But it didn't bother him. Or maybe he was too tired. But the old man never got up. When the sun rose high in the sky, the old man got up and came out to see his handiwork, only to find out that Anansi had eaten every bungle he had planted. Hmm. Why a Ben? Story end. <laughs> Even in Trinidad, Anansi up to his old tricks. I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of What Good. And join us next week as we upload a new episode on Tuesday for your enjoyment. And as we always say, gather your friends and your family, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and as always, walk good.